Happy April 1st, 2019. Hope you're all having a good April Fools. I don't know if I have any April Fools jokes or anything like that. I never really was big into April Fools, but yeah. <laughs> for some people today's today's a joke. No pun intended. Sitting up here looking like uh it's Yorkville it says here at a Petro. Up here in Wisconsin, a very cheesy state, if you ask me. Yep. Last night, after I hosted the podcast, I got heading down the road from Fort Wayne down to um, Gary to fuel up. Beautiful, beautiful drive, except for the sun and mize for the first few hours, because it was sunset. So that was kind of, you know, it had to be the big sunset. It was a pretty one, you know, nice and red and orange and... The sun was a big disc in the sky. And about the time it hide behind the trees, it was like, ah, oh, much better. And very little traffic. I guess that's a Sunday night thing. All the way to Gary, which is kind of surprising because of, you know, especially the Gary area, it's like, wow. Yeah. Normally it's a lot more busier than this. So, got there, got to my fuel stop. And only had to put like a quarter of a tank in it wasn't much so it wasn't there very long just uh just enough to get the tank filled off and then headed back down the uh the highway took a 294 up and then 94 and as again traffic very low traffic it was a beautiful beautiful drive um a little late at night but you know hey that's probably the best time to go through there is at uh at that hour so I'll take it. I'll take it. Got to the customer with about an hour to hour to spare, so it was early, which was good. Got checked right in, put right into a dock before I was even halfway checked in because I had to check in at a guard shack and then go to another spot checking in another office. But before I was even past the guard shack, they were like, door 18. I'm like, sweet. They're backed up to the door. And that was kind of... Uh, Interesting because it's dark out, and you know sometimes with the lights on in the yard, it kind of makes it more more difficult to see. So you have to get out and look and make sure it was aimed at the at the pads on the on the dock, right? Got it lined up, popped her in the hole, climbed in the sleeper. Did all right. I'm gonna snooze while they right rock rattle and roll back there. And it woke me up a couple of times while they're jerking it around. I mean, sometimes you get people that are real gentle on it. And then you get people that sound like they're ripping the trailer apart back there. It's like, what kind of damage are we going to find, you know? That's how it happens, you know? Be a little bit more gentler. Then they got it unloaded. I was out of there about, about three. They had to call me and wake me up because I didn't notice the green light because I was out like a light, literally. Like, can you pull away from the door and come get your paperwork? Oh, okay. I'll do that. Then came the fun part, I realized. Huh? I don't have a pre-plan yet. But I have only like three hours on the clock, so I might as well just go find a truck stop, get some snoozing in. And tried two truck stops all the way up as I kind of drove up here to this one. Full, full... Yeah, first two were full. Third one was this Petro here. Off of, uh, 
I-41 here. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I can't remember. <laughs> I just kind of came up here during the night. My one was 94. All right. Zoom in my little GPS map here. Yeah, it's 94. Off of... This is Yorksville on the water tower, but the road crossing the other direction is Highway 20. There's like an RV place right across from here. It's been kind of calling my name. It's like, hey, come look at this. Come look at me. Come look at RVs. Yeah, I really need to look at RVs. Uh huh. It, even though it'd be fun, I don't need another one. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a collection of them. I probably would be that guy of 50 RVs in the backyard. So I get here, it looks full, um, trucks are parked out on the street. I'm like, damn, there's not gonna be anything. Well, I'll go ahead and just drive in there anyways. Oh yeah, it's packed, it's packed. Then I get there near the end and I'm almost kind of towards the end. It's like, it's the section where they have like, at the end of, they have like place parking slots where you can fit two trucks. And then the, and there's like about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, just single pull-through ones but right there not on the end it was the second one in was an empty one and it was just a pull into slot it was like that slot was just sitting there waiting for me the whole time with my name on it so I drove around the lot to get get in the right position to pull into it pulled into it turned off the truck post-tripped Went to the restroom and then just conked out and now i woke up still two hours left my 10 hour reset had some uh cereal just went in got me some coffee now waiting for i still don't have a pre-plan so i'm going to start bugging them here see what they got planned for me today because now my schedule's all screwed up i prefer I, i've been liking how i've been getting up like at three four in the morning and get going that way I'm kind of done um, and have some evening time when I'm done at the end of the day. Because this was a little, yeah. I mean, I could get used to it because of the traffic situation. That's really nice driving. But now it's like, okay, I'm up almost at noon. And now I probably won't get my day started till about, well, it's going to be 2 o'clock when the 10-hour reset's up, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm not going to be interesting to see how this works because this will probably be a, uh, Indication of what my entire week's now going to be like because of how I started it. So I'll probably be working the evenings, driving around. It'll be interesting if I have a customer delivery early in the morning. Yeah, I'm going to have to see how we can, how this is going to work. It's going to be interesting. I don't know if I, I like it yet. Except, oh, well, we'll see. Mm. Anyways, I've got to scan, submit my documents. Got to call the wife, see how she's doing before she takes off to work in about uh, an hour. And we'll go from there. So, pretty easy day last night, smooth sailing, just the way I like it. Want more smooth sailing days, just not sure about these hours. Okay, we will check in with you in our next segment.
Today is April 2nd, 2019. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, where did I last leave off? I think last time I left off, I was sitting in a truck stop at Yorksville, somewhere in Wisconsin, at a Petro truck stop. Now I'm sitting in Iron Mountain, Michigan, at it's it's a real terminal a terminal I didn't even know existed but it's here um, it's not a very busy terminal or you know it's kind of like a it looks like it was a more active terminal one time I don't know there's one little shower inside a little driver's facility um, a very 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 old uh, fuel island that's not even really a fuel island it's this old-fashioned pump and you actually have to fill up one side of your truck then pull the other side of the pump to fill the other side of your truck it's yeah it was interesting to say the least okay so everything was good there i went and uh picked up a load let's see where did i go from that one i've done a lot here um yeah, I went to this uh, kind of like it, another rail, um, kind of like drop yard. And I relayed a load from there and took it up to, I'm just going to call it Men, Menomini, Menomini, Michigan. That was a wonderful, beautiful drive. Wow. After you get past Green Bay, it turns into just beautifulness the road was barely anybody on it because it was of course because my schedule was a little off i was driving at night so nobody on the roads practically had the roads all to myself it's it's what i when i envision driving those are the kind of perfect road conditions i like um it's just awesome you know you feel like you're the only one on the road got up there and of course it was another drop and hook so i dropped that one and i picked up an empty stayed the night there and then in the morning i took off and ran to um let's see marquette marquette um wisconsin so i went left there went down south to Marquette and picked up a very, very light load, lightest load I've ever picked, 2,747 pounds. And it was packed, top to bottom, front to back. It was milk jugs. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up running that up to... Uh, Okay, is it really? Oh, oh no, it's Manquite, Maquite, Michigan. As again, the drive up here, um, that was up on, are you going up through US 41, US 141, and then eventually working my way to US 2 to Michigan 95, then US 41. Again, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Um, another one of those just beautiful drive. 
even during the day, very, very, very little traffic, if any. Uh, 55 mile per hour roads, but that wasn't a, that really wasn't a big issue. Because um, like I said, it just, it, it had passing lanes. So if somebody did get stuck behind me, there was passing lanes almost every time there was a slight hill or anything and it allowed people to get by you. But with such a light load going up there, it was like, yay, oh wow. Um, no biggie there. Uh, and then I was going through one of the little towns um, as I'm going up there. And there's this little girl in the yard and it took me a while to register what she was doing, but she was taking her arm up in the air and grabbing, like she's grabbing the uh, air horn, pulling down on it. And of course I had to do it. It probably annoyed everyone in that little neighborhood I was driving through, but I air horned it like a, and it made her just jump up and down. It was just like, oh, that was, that was kind of fun. Um, I, I used to do that when I was a kid, just to see if the truckers would do it. And they would always do it, you know, so. I don't know if that's an unwritten rule of being a trucker is if a child um, does the air horn motion, you got to give them the air horn. Otherwise, it's a sin if you don't. You break their heart, you know, uh, even though you're going to annoy everyone in the neighborhood. <laughs> so that was fun. That was my highlight. And then just before I got to my uh, customer, I realized up in that area that the deer are a little bit suicidal. I actually had my first deer. Um, he, I, I'm driving down the road and I could see him. I saw him on the side of the road. So I started slowing her down, hit the brakes a little bit, kind of slowed her down, because this deer is looking at me. He's looking right at me. And of course, he decides he wants to jump out in front of the truck. So I just, I didn't hit the brakes. I just let go of that throttle, just kind of let the truck just slow down. It wasn't anybody behind me, so that was good. And he barely uh, made it across the road and almost hit the car in the other lane. There's another, you know, traffic going the other direction. This poor car almost almost whacked that deer. Luckily, the deer safely made it across the road. He didn't die today. Um, I don't know what would have happened if I hit a deer. Um, if I was carrying an empty trailer, who knows, maybe I'd just toss the deer in there and cook it up later. I don't even know if that's legal, but, you know, people will be asking why you got a dead deer in the back of your truck. Uh, well, I hit it, and I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> it's kind of funny because they didn't have any signs up there for the deer crossing. They had signs for moose crossing. I didn't see any moose. Didn't see any moose. And then after, of course, I delivered to the customer and was driving back down here to Iron Mountain. There was two deer in a driveway. As again, they looked at me, but they did the smart thing. They stayed right there. But this is a scenario a little different because I have people behind me. There's a car behind me. He's, he's as close to my ass as you can get. And then behind him is a semi-truck. So it's one of those situations where if those deer did jump out, just, I guess, let go of the accelerator and let it slowly go down and hopefully try not to hit them. And if you hit them, you hit them. I don't know how that works. It just, yeah, it's just because you can't slam on your brakes because otherwise... Um, that car behind me is going to get sandwiched by the semi behind him because they were on each other. So, what you know, people, if you're driving, at least give the truck in front of you some space. I mean, following distance works for the other way around, especially even the trucker that was behind him. He should have known something better than, you know, for following distance because even if something else gets in the way, you know, and I have to slow down or do something, uh, that poor car is going to get sandwiched. And, you know, it's just... 
wow how people uh, make decisions when they drive even other truckers even after being with rail now and learning about the seven distance um seven seconds following distance i have understood i can understand how you know you know people do some stupid things especially other truckers you know they 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 create harm or, or the potential for harm is, is there so that's a little scary so yeah every uh, everything was going smooth i'm on time until i get to my load here in is iron mountain well it, it, the town was called queen queen I, i'm telling you michigan in your names i thought i thought wisconsin was bad with the name of towns but wow wow <clears throat> but i'm picking up the heaviest load i have ever got and according to the paperwork 45,765. They did have a scale on the way out. And I am uh is it 79,200 and something. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty heavy. I still got to adjust my tandems a little bit um because as I was pulling off that scale, I noticed that my uh my rears were 35,000. So I moved in three holes and the little there's this little uh kind of like weight thing i guess you would say in my truck and like right now it's kind of blinking between 31.1 and 30.6 and it says that's time a thousand so i'm gonna i have kind of played with this when i do go to scales and i've kind of noticed it about um 1500 um uh, pounds off so if it's saying we'll say at the max you're at 30 you know, it says 31 we're gonna say that's 32.5 uh, so I need to, I moved my tandem holes three three back, so that's what, about 750 pounds so in the morning. I'm going to move it one more just to be on the safe side because there is no cat scales until after I get past a way station that's near, just before Green Bay. And then there, of course, there's one in Green Bay. But so far, that scale I've gone past three times and it's been closed. And I check a trucker path. A trucker bath shows that it's open like for a couple of hours a day could be between like 10 11 o'clock ish you know weird time but i, th I think i went past it well i went past about noon i don't know exactly the times i went past but they were closed i'm not sure about the one just before appleton but there is a cat scale so if it is closed it's just yeah it's just one of those things i know how much i weigh total i'm just hoping now that i get i fix this thousand pounds because when I waited at the uh, customer, I was, like I said, I had my tannas up forward towards me as far as I can go. And so a thousand from there would be about four holes. And I moved it three. Kind of playing with the scale here in the truck. But I think to be on the safe side, I'll do four holes and just pray for the best, you know. And hopefully it's closed. And if it's closed, then... I will definitely still hit a cat scale anyways. And that's gonna be in between here and the Appleton one. Uh, and weigh it to, to make sure I'm adjusted right. So that way when I relay, cause I gotta relay this load at the Appleton terminal. And that way it's ready to go for the next person. But they're not going very far with it after that. They're just taking it to Fondue Lock. Fondue, Fondue Lock. And then it looks like for a load after that, this one's kinda of got me excited. This is, um, a load that's the most mileage that I've had so far. So most of my loads have been like two, you know, I think the most I had is 425 once. 
this one's going to be, um, uh, let's see, 691 miles. It's going all the way kind of like the north side of Detroit. So, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know which way I'm going to be driving that if I'm going over the north or the south because I haven't seen the routing plan yet because I haven't accepted the load yet in the system because uh, I want to see how this goes tomorrow because I was supposed to be in Appleton tonight by 2125 and uh, when I went there it was supposed to be a you know a drop and hook and then, but they didn't have um, any empties to put the load that I was picking up so they're like oh you got a trailer oh, we can put your load into that trailer oh, okay so now it's a live load and this is one of those places that I, it's different they make you wait in their office while they load your truck I'm guessing it's probably for some type of security or safety type thing I'm guessing I don't know but because of that I lost some time because here I am out of the truck and I <clears throat> did a customer check-in because I'm checking in with the customer and I'm still in there basically in the c customer check-in I mean state how would I have done that should have done if I would have known that I probably would have done like you know just a normal uh, break because I basically just kind of sat around there so that was a break right legally and so there, anyways that burned my time and then I'm like oh wow now I'm down to because I could I had was gonna have, have was still dropping hook I would have had like three and a half hours to make it down there and now I'm, I only had left of an hour on the clock so I just came back here to the Iron Mountain Terminal at least that way in the morning I can go grab a shower so it's not all that bad I don't have to deal with that well I would have had a shower anyways if it would have made it to Appleton so it's like it's a win-win either way it's just now that this uh, relay is going to be late going in and hopefully we'll see what that does to my next load that's why I haven't really accepted it yet because I don't know how I'm going to do the time of arrival. we got to see how everything goes tomorrow before I go and say, hey, this is what time I'm going to deliver this next one, which has got to be delivered to see tomorrow's Wednesday. So by Thursday, and I can kind of see this one's going to be the one that's going to lead me to my last load of the week for home time. Yeah. So I've had a really, a really, really fun week so far. It's end of Tuesday. Tomorrow's going to be Wednesday. Um, besides this little hiccup that recently just happened now, I mean tonight, but otherwise it's been, wow. This is what I kind of envisioned when I've been trucking, you know, open roads. I like it up here. This I would definitely want to come up here again. A lot better than uh, dealing with Chicago, but I suppose enjoy it while it lasts, as they say. Enjoy it while it lasts. Wow. I've gone on for 15 minutes talking about this, and my 10-hour clock is at 8 hours, 12 minutes, so it means i got about 12 minutes here to hit the hay, even though I'm probably going to get 7 hours of sleep because I still want to get up and take a shower in the morning, and do all that, and head to Appleton. So that's been my journal entry for today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I've got a message from Anchor. I guess they're going to send my podcast out to other networks like Google Play, Spotify, and um, Apple Podcasts. Is that? Oh, wow, yeah. Because I'm doing good and, yeah, over 50 listens so far as of today. So it's quite impressive for um, something new like this. Well, I hope you're all enjoying. I better stop babbling on. But thank you, thank you for listening, and we will check in with you tomorrow.
Today is April 3rd, 2019. Just sitting here in the back of the sleeper, getting ready to snooze because I'm tired. Today was an okay day. After I recorded last night, it started snowing and blowing and it was cold up there. Yeah. And so when I woke up, ice all over the road, snow all... It didn't really snow much. It was more like a dusting, but it was enough to make the road conditions driving down to Appleton a little challenging and a little bit more slower than I wanted to go, but you got to go slower to be safe, you know? I mean, I'm not no expert on driving in snow. I actually thought we were kind of done with it for the year. But I guess not. <laughs> uh, winter's going to still slip us some here, especially if you're going to be heading up north and look like the, the UP. That kind of thing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Right, but like I said, I'm, I'm ready for... Come on, green. Green needs to come out. <sighs> so today, I dropped off the... Uh, the Rayleigh and Appleton and oh my god that terminal's a madhouse see I when I trained I trained over at the Fox Valley uh, Technical College or Institute or whatever it is and I didn't realize how maddening the Appleton terminal was when you're trying to drop a trailer and pick an empty yeah and today was Wednesday, so it would have been all the newbies. It would have been their first day in the trucks. I was kind of familiar with the trucks driving around the lot, which was what they were doing. So I'm trying to get my trailer backed into where the, the relays, the full ones are. Somebody in my damn way. And then I get unhooked and I'm trying to get out of there. Another one, another student in my way. So I'm trying to back it, you know, into another slot near me. All right, all right, all right. We'll just... Let it go. So I'll go over and grab my my empty. Go over to the empty, but that's where they wanted to stop. That little stop sign there, just before, you know. And you can see them talking in there, talking to the instructors. The instructors got some people over here doing some backing, and it's like, oh my god, I just want to get out of here. I was so tempted, but I was I was being nice, but there was a part of me that just wanted me to honk my horn. <laughs> But, I mean, I don't even think Gary's that busy. Because their training grounds are at least kind of off to the side and out of the way. And so you just have your normal traffic going through there. But, I mean, this little Appleton terminal was just, it was a madhouse. I mean, it was worse than a truck stop. You know, when you're trying to find a place to park at the end of the day. <laughs> oh. But, Yeah. I didn't run into anybody that, you know, was from the instructions or the classes. I wanted to maybe say hi to someone. Everyone was busy with the new students, so I figured I'd just hightail it out of there and get up to Marshfield where my load was at, which kind of surprised me. I, I don't know why I couldn't have relayed my load in Marshfield and then grabbed my Marshfield load, but anyway, yeah, it is what it is. So I ended up driving 100 miles up to um, Marshfield, up in Marshfield, I uh, picked up from another paper factory. Yeah, another place where they, you know, another paper factory. 
Um, supposed to be just like yesterday, uh, drop and hook. Nope, nope, nope. It's actually a live load. Oh, okay, good to know. Okay. So I guess I'm a live load. She's like, well, there's five trucks ahead of you. You got to get in line. This place doesn't really do kind of like an appointment kind of a thing. It's just like the trucks get in line and whoever's first in that line, you know, yeah, whoever's first in line gets through there. So I, uh, I met this uh, one girl. She's been there multiple times. She had this, it was a, basically a flatbed, but with like a curtain around it. And she was trying to get it all strapped down and whatnot. She kind of explained to me how to, how to go through. She's like, just go slow through there, get in line, you know, it'll be all good. Oh, she was really nice. And then after loading there, they had a scale there, so that was really nice. Uh, so I know what my weight was leaving there. I still will um, scale in Gary. I was, because of that, of course, now I was already late a couple of hours yesterday. Now a couple hours late. So now I'm four hours behind my main schedule. And I'm still about six and a half hours away from where I've got to be. It's somewhere, what's the name of that town? Uh, Clinton Town something <coughs> oh excuse me <clears throat> I try not to do that but it came out of nowhere township yeah Clinton Township kind of like a little bit north of Detroit so my goal was to get to Gary tonight um, but I had exactly about a hundred miles to go and two hours left on the clock now here's a dilemma. You could probably say they say it's gauge it as like 50 miles to an hour. In theory, yeah, I could have made it to Gary. But I didn't want to do it because I still don't know what I'm going to be dealing with. I've never been through the Chicago area on 94 uh, in the evening. So I don't know what to expect there. And then on top of it, you still got the, you know, you got time from when you get off of 80 to go down Klein Avenue know you might hit the Gary train and then you got to go through the gate go through your inspection you know and still I had uh, and then find a place to park in there just thinking well that's an easy 15 to 20 minutes just for that last little portion there and it's just like that's really stretching it because I'd have to try to and just could couldn't put it together so I'm like oh what do I do well I had at an exit one there's a TA and a pilot the TA um, has parking but you have to pay for it here I mean there's plenty of parking here but all of it's you look at all the slots most of them about 75% of them all say reserve 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 and I've, I've parked in reserve slots before you don't even have to go online and reserve them you just go into the building and say hey I'm parked in a reserve spot I want to go ahead and pay for it and they give you a receipt and you put it up in your uh, driver's side window because I do that when I go home sometimes if I can't get a spot because I'm too late because there's always openings for reserved and one one thing I've learned is they don't all reserve out some people think oh you know they don't want to pay for it but if if they have openings and it's not reserved you can go ahead and park in there and just go into the store and say it you know whatever you get the idea and what's neat about this little place they have a restaurant and I haven't had a it seems to be a dying thing back in Montana they 
they used to have them too where truck stops had restaurants in them uh, you don't see that anymore because even in Montana they took out tore down the restaurants and put in delis and you know bigger uh, convenience store type things and took the restaurants out so it's not, not something you see very often at least maybe I'm not enough of a trucker to really say that that's a dying thing or is an expanding thing or whatever but it was kind of nice to go have a sit down have a meal and then for dessert I had uh, yeah I had steak and eggs I gotta have breakfast for dinner it's it's, it's one of my favorite things to have is breakfast for dinner it's a good meal and then after that I had a hot fudge sundae treated myself so all in all this little truck stop has gotten me for about let's see uh, $35 <laughs> in total between parking and, and dinner and they're still going to get me for coffee in the morning uh, yeah <laughs> welcome to uh, the world of uh, truck stops um, and I do carry on my food and whatnot, but I just like you know what tomorrow's payday I'm going to spoil myself you know yeah gotta spoil yourself at least once a once a week you know at least once a week just eat your can you know just your grocery store bought food the rest of the week so that's where i'm sitting now i'm thinking in my head how i'm going to pull this off because tomorrow uh, i'll have to leave here at about 5 30 in the morning it should be enough time to get me hopefully through chicago area before it gets too maddening I don't know I'm probably chances as long as I get there through there about six and get to Gary um, basically just run in there and at least I got a shower this morning so I can go for another day stretch it another day I just don't know what's going to happen on the other end once I get up to the Detroit area and then hit Gary and then just it's a fuel stop so I have to stop there if I didn't have to, I'd just skip it, you know, move on, get through there, head up onto Michigan. I think I'm taking 90, uh, going up through uh, 94. So actually, I've never been to this portion of Michigan. I've never, you know, so I'm kind of excited to, to go up there. And It's not, you know, northern, northern Michigan, which is the part I want to see. I mean, I saw the upper pencil yesterday and today, but it's just a small portion of it. So I'm excited to actually go into a new, well, I want to say new state because I kind of see Upper Peninsula as a separate state. That's kind of weird to say. Oh, and you know what's funny? Yesterday, um, I forgot to mention this. You go up into the Upper Peninsula and it goes to Eastern Standard Time, um, time up there. What the, how does that even work? It's just going north, not east. That really threw me for a loop. I screwed up my time. Oh, man. Yeah, somebody explained that to me. Oh, and another message I got today. I got a message from Anchor, I guess. My podcast is now on Spotify. Ooh. I've never used Spotify. I don't even know what it is. I think it's some type of um, some type of music site or something. <laughs> I use Google Play, so I'm still waiting to see if I get approved for Google Play, Google Play, and then the Apple one. So that was good news. Uh, the podcast is is growing. Something fun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to mention today. Besides, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention uh, the shower I took this morning. 
at that um, little, little um, uh, Iron Mountain rail terminal. Uh, I feel bad because when you're in there taking a shower, it's the only bathroom. It's the bathroom and the shower. So if you're in there, you're tying it up. Although that place, like I said, wasn't really busy. I think I was the only person there. Uh, they even leave the gate, you know, the main gate where you use your card. They leave it open. They just leave it open to driver's facilities. They're just unlocked. <laughs> yeah, well, a little different. It's a nice little place. Uh, definitely add it to the favorites list. Oh, and my weight issue I was talking about yesterday. So I did move it back one hole. Uh, luckily, the scale wasn't open because when I did actually scale it at the truck stop, I was 200 over on the rears, so I had to go back another hole. <laughs> and of course, now it doesn't really matter. I just wanted to see uh, what it was at, but the next guy doesn't really have to deal with it, but he could probably move it back another hole just to make it even. <laughs> so it all worked out. It all worked out. Now, I'm going to get some sleep because I'm getting close to the 8-hour mark left on my clock. And I will check in with you guys tomorrow. So go ahead and enjoy uh, uh, this uh, Anchor sponsorship ad. Good night. Today is April 4th, 2019. Yeah. Well, I couldn't say it was a good day and I couldn't say it was a bad day. Uh, I made it out of that truck stop early in the morning, but guess what I hit <laughs> by the time I got to Chicago? Yep, bumper to bumper traffic. I'm really starting to learn, like, I've been through there a few times, like what lanes you need to be in to prepare yourself when you're going down, uh, is it 94? Yeah. When you're going down that highway, going through Chicago to get to the Gary Terminal, I'm starting to learn what lanes you need to be in. Getting out of there is okay. It's pretty, pretty simple, but there's a bunch when it goes through downtown Chicago. It's all over the place. But most of the times I'll go up like 294 or, you know, 290. And yeah, it's kind of funky. When I, when I see it going through the 94, I'm just like, oh, no. So, yeah, I'm trying to learn the strategy of learning what lanes to be in. And I'm kind of learning that you can kind of study the other truckers. I've kind of been noticing that even today when I was in a new area. Is what are these truckers doing? You know, what are they? Why are they over there sitting in one lane for a while? And. Then you realize, oh shoot, I gotta struggle for it later. So I made it to Gary. Did a quick fuel stop, so no, no time for shower there. Um, I'm kind of kicking my butt. Maybe I didn't do one at the truck stop last night. <laughs> but it is what it is. Because, you know, it seems like whenever I get behind, that follows me all the way through the week until I do my reset and then everything until the next thing that gets in the way that causes the issue. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> it's kind of funny how this works. 
it's like uh, I don't think the planners think they, they kind of go by this mileage thing where it's like about 50 miles for an hour but yeah sometimes it doesn't work that way you gotta realize Chicago you might need two hours depending on when you hit it hit the luck I did and I'll probably hit it again tomorrow because it gives where I'm going back to so Michigan you got some 94 bad bad roads oh my god he crossed the border I hate concrete highways um, I prefer the pavement it's a lot smoother even when they even though pavement can have potholes but it's not that that bumpiness of the concrete world kind of like a train and then on top of it when they got repair work on it it's like oh it's even worse but the drive the drive is pretty smooth um, well, I mean smooth in uh, not in road sense but in traffic sense it went pretty well until I got to the Detroit area and of course Detroit eh it's no Chicago but then again I hit it at that kind of afternoonish hour you know like after lunch hours so people were probably still at work it was busy but you know it wasn't backed up and I got to the um, the uh, consignee and they have three different buildings here and everyone on ship advisor was like oh this is a tight 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 spot well it was tight but not really that tight after having that tile place it's like oh okay well this is nothing there's actually plenty of room here there's a lot of room here a lot a lot to spare <laughs> it's amazing you have one that really 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 is tight as tight as you can possibly get it's a blindside backing on top of it and then you get to something where everyone's like that's tight and it's like oh there's actually plenty of room here so in a way it kind of prepares you for things that are like that newborn delivering this next load too it's kind of the same way it's like a business where they have like one dock in the back yeah I mean, I don't mind it. I'm getting used to it. I, I, I probably like it a little better than uh, dealing with the uh, big, busy terminals. First, I'm like, oh, I want the terminals. They're busy. They're open. There's plenty of space. But I'm kind of like, yeah, well, maybe these aren't that bad because, well, you have limited smaller space, but usually there's nobody there. You know, like other trucks trying to get in your way. And, well, besides, while well, I was backing into the dock here at this customer, Somebody was trying to get in the parking lot, and they just went right in front of me as I'm trying to move tandems. I'm like, eee, talk about cutting it close there, buddy. And then when I was trying to pull into the park, into the the, the uh, customer area, uh, I was trying to get through there in time, and a, and a guy just came in and kind of basically just said, screw you, I'm coming through anyways. I tried to rush to get in there and get out of the road, but nope, he just like, because I had to go and take some... Take some take some a lot of road there. It was a skinny little road to get into this uh, driveway, which really wasn't much room either. So I had to take it as wide as I could, and it was the road was busy and people were coming down it. So I took the best lot I could. And of course, this guy was impatient, and he was he's lucky that I was at you know was able to kind of go around him because after he went in front of my truck as I was pulling into the driveway, he's lucky that he didn't get pinned in there because you know. Otherwise, you know, my trailer's sitting over there and in the in my you know in the right lane and he could have got himself pinned in there. But 
kind of like just as he went past my hood just kind of kept moving forward and it allowed the trailer from behind me to kind of get out of his way and he got out of the way and uh just impatient people but i guess i could have maneuvered a little faster too because yeah but i'm sitting there trying like oh how do i do this i've got to get in there <laughs> but it is what it is uh, i think i scared him a little bit he kind of like he's like yeah, there's tires screeching there <laughs> oh man people and so that delivery went really well they it's probably a very fast unload i was out of there within an hour got my next uh pre-trip like oh yeah i can make that customer maybe can get a few a few more miles down the road on this one because it's not delivered until tomorrow about 9 30 ish i think it's 9 20 but 9 30 ish was what it's set for but now it's not going to get there in time because on my way here i got stuck in the traffic uh, 94 because of a wreck i was about halfway here out of the detroit i'm like yeah i'm out of the detroit area i'm out of heavy traffic things are opening up and oh oh man yep there was a wreck and so it was just backed up so i lost an hour there i couldn't imagine being like low on your clock and you're trying to get to the truck stop and you're like got 20 minutes you're like yeah i can get there oh no because <laughs> i wonder how that would work if you're in a bad situation like that because you really can't help it but yeah i mean it's something that you could kind of check if you if i would have in my pre-trip would have looked at uh, google maps and seen if there was anything on there because once i got stopped there i looked at google maps it says it was reported about 45 minutes ago so i probably would have if i looked before i left detroit where i was at oh there's a wreck up there but eh. what can you do can you really predict that Maybe if you had a CB of the truck, I should say, hey, man, uh, there's a wreck up here. Get off at the exit before here and go around this mess. You know, take a side side highway road to get around it. So I got here, and that's where I'm at now, camping out at the customers. I'm like, oh, no, no shower. So I don't know what that's going to do with tomorrow because I, after I deliver this one, is I think it's light, yeah, it is a live unload live unload maybe i can i'm hoping that maybe i'll get shipped back to gary because it'd be the home load tomorrow i might be picking up something in illinois or grabbing a relay from gary i'm not quite sure how it's going to work out always kind of surprises me how it works sometimes it's been like a load that i'm taking from you know gary and then i just kind of sit on it for my 34-hour reset and then take it to ohio or it'll be like something that gets delivered in Fort Wayne itself. So it'll be interesting to see what this one's going to be. It's kind of fun. Or like the first one I was just taking empty and just, yeah, last couple, two, I got two of them that were empties on home time. Yeah, because the last one someone took my empty and they gave me their load. We relayed there. Relayed. I just don't want to arrive, you know, on my home time one too late. I'd prefer to get there like early in the morning because in the truck stop that I got to be at because there's only two truck stops in Fort Wayne and yeah so it's one of those you know if you if you're too late you're going to be up a uh, creek without a paddle as I say but I know I can reserve parking there at the Flying J if I really desperate um, or just steal a reserve slot and walk in and say hey I'm I'm in there I'll, I'll give you some money but uh you know it is what it is parse the course you know still haven't looked into a situation where i can actually park it on somebody's 
like old abandoned uh, parking lot or something, which I have noticed people doing around uh, Fort Wayne. There's a few abandoned parking lots and restaurants and different places, you know, that I've noticed that people are parking their trucks there. And some of them, you know, they chop the trailer and probably take the tractor somewhere else. But, you know, I'm wondering if they get permission or they just do it. Because I don't want to be in that situation where I have to go, like, move it while on a 34-hour reset. I have to go move the, move the trailer. Wouldn't be fun. But, yeah, pretty uh, pretty simple day. Just running late. And uh, I reminded myself, eat breakfast in the morning because it really, really sucks. So I had to wait until I did my 30-minute break in halfway through Michigan before I got something to eat because when I got up this morning, I kind of kept hitting the snooze button. Then I didn't have enough time to grab a, a bowl of cereal. Darn. And it's no fun running around on an empty stomach. I did go and get coffee, though, with everything. So. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to end that one here, and we'll check in here with it tomorrow and see what happens. I'm going to, I'm going to snooze off. And... <sighs> weird spot actually I'm in the forest behind the Gary terminal I went over to the training area found a road and kind of followed the fence line and it eventually led to this little forest there's like a pond or it almost looks like it wants to be a creek here uh, going through the woods then there's this tire sitting here could you sit on that I don't know you wouldn't want to sit on that but I hear frogs. It's like all this kind of nature sanity out here. So you're probably asking me, shouldn't you be on your home time? Because it's April 6th right now. Yeah, it should be. But yesterday was one of them days. Started the day off. It was going good. Uh, driving through Michigan. Hey, there's a train coming through. I got out of my Michigan area, and of course, my next customer was kind of on the north side of Chicago, so I had to go through Chicago in the morning. So, right there, that set me two hours back. Got to the customer, which, oh my God, was this an interesting backing situation. Oh, there's deer poop here. Let me sniff it. Hold on. Ooh. Okay. Sorry, I had to had to sniff that deer poop. It, it was deer poop. So I get there. Not only is this customer, in order to get into them, you have to do a 90 off a highway, and it's one of those skinny two two lane, you know, highways. And I asked the customer, I said, how do people normally get in here? And he says, well, first of all, I suppose, you know, I usually schedule the appointment for, which is what it originally was, was 5 a.m. in the morning. So there's no traffic on that highway. But he says in order to get in there, I had to make sure I was lined up. He said, this is how the other ones have done it, to get in there the right way. 
got to line up on the left lane, which is oncoming traffic, and then start your 90 into the the dock or driveway that they had there and stay along the edge of that, but not fall into the ditch because there was a ditch on each side of the highway. All right, well, actually, when you're put under pressure, I did pretty good. I got in there and, once, of course, once I got in there, after blocking traffic for a bit, I ooh, um, decided to, you know, then do my pull up and get adjusted at the door. And I made a mistake on that one. Because how skinny it was, I couldn't get my doors open. So here, I have to pull up forward enough and kind of make the truck kind of cockeyed in the dock so I can open one door and then go and do it the opposite way to open the other door. Oops. Should have done that while I was, before I went on the highway, because I had to park like a block away from this place. I wonder if there's a way to the other side of this creek. I'm gonna continue down this road here and see what I find. Oh, man. So you're going on a journey with me. It's actually not bad. I can't wait to come back here when it's greener. I actually found already a spot over there. It'd be perfect for pitching a tent. Let's go explore some more and follow this road. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Back on the road. And so I get in there, get my doors open, get pulled in there. Well, the next door neighbor guy, he had a truck there. It was a, His delivery guy was a Swift guy. And I tried so hard not to laugh at this guy. I thought I was bad. But he went into that ditch. He was trying to back it up into his, doing kind of the same thing, but he was going off of um, the lane that was, you know, the, the right side lane, the, the, you know, the directional lane. But, but when he went to go turn in there, of course, his tractor is going to end up... Oh, this is a little wet and muddy. Got to figure out a way around here. He ended up going right. I keep I'm yelling. I'm he almost took his bumper off. I'm like, hey, dude, you're going into the ditch. He goes, oh yeah, 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 I know. And uh, so he finally just gave up. Went around the block. He tried about three times, and each time he ended up in the ditch. So forget it. Third time he got it in there. He figured he was actually on the left side of the road that time. Ooh, it's getting windy. Hopefully that wind uh, wind isn't bothering you too bad. I guess I can walk backwards here. Wind to the back. <laughs> kind of fun. Ooh, another place I can journey off into the woods here. Hold on. Let's go in here. See what's going on. Okay. Maybe this will bring me to the other side of this. Not a creek, but a very creek looking river here. Okay. Alright, let's see what's in here. Alright. So, he got in there, did his thing. So, I'm getting unloaded. Finally, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't hear them back there. I don't hear forklifts back there. Yeah, I'm on the other side of this pond thing. I don't hear them working in there anymore. There's no forklift sounds. This is like, after almost an hour, I'm like, I wonder what's going on. If we want, I'll go in there and check up on it and see if they'll let me use the restroom. Ow. That was a twig. And so I go in there to use the restroom. Then I ask, what's going on? Oh, my God. There's a leaf on this bush. Hey, green life. Oh my God. How about the main tree here? I better be careful. I don't know when ticks start coming. I know this area can be, I've got a lot on me all over the time in this area of Indiana. So I go in there and I said, yeah, you've been unloaded for an hour. There were a bunch of Mexicans, a lot of, a lot of non, you know, Mexicans going on there. 
didn't understand what was going on. And finally asked him, I said, yeah, he said, I didn't know what a paperwork was. I said, I had the, had the paperwork because I just kind of, when I checked in, I checked in with the guy and he just basically told me to back up and go in there. And I said, hey, I got the paperwork you can sign right here. Oh, okay, I'll sign your paperwork. So finally sign my paperwork and I can get the hell out of there. So now, two hours behind due to traffic. Hour behind because the customer just kind of forgot about me when after being done unloading me. I guess if I don't feel movement back there from now on in the future, is to go check and see what's going on because your clock is ticking. I don't know where this is going to lead me. I'm just walking in the woods now. I have no clue where this is going to take me. Um, and so finally I get out of there. Got my next pre-plan. It's all the way in Philly, but it's not due until Monday morning. And I can see there that the routing is going to take me to my home. But in order for this to work, I have to be at the Gary Terminal with three and a half hours left to drive my clock to make it to Fort Wayne. Well, I was doing good because I had five hours on the clock. I figured, yep, give me about an hour, I'll be in Gary if everything goes well. That'll leave me four hours and the clock gives me a little time to drop and hook this and grab the relay, all that fun stuff. And the cord's getting caught in these wood trees. It's getting thicker here. I've got to figure out a different path. Um, and well, of course, start heading down. And there's this one bottleneck when you drive 290 that joins um, 294. And you go in either direction. That's a bottleneck. So it caught me in the traffic in the morning. Of course, I'm hitting it there at almost like 3 3 p.m. ish. And of course, traffic is just not flowing through there. So as again, I lose another damn hour. So by the time I get to the terminal, of course it's a fuel stop, so I get my fuel, drop my trailer, and then go grab my paperwork and get ready to go grab the other trailer, my clock is down to three hours left. I'm 30 minutes short to make it home now. So I called my fleet manager and just kind of said, hey, what, what, what kind of suggestions? And her suggestion was, well, you can go ahead, take your 10 there, and then go run in the morning back home and do your 34. But I'm, like, well, the drive from there is about 11 hours, give or take, and you got to add traffic in there. There's going to be a 10-hour break, possibly, before I get to the customer. I can get there in time in 11 hours, but not if I hit a hit a snag there. i got to take a 10-hour break. I said, well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll talk to the planners and, and see what they got. Well, all of a sudden, that pre-plan gets canceled, so they put me on another pre, pre-plan. It's with the same company. It's basically the same same load. Holy cow, where is this leading me to? Okay, so that's all flooded over there. Probably shouldn't walk that way. Basically, same company, same load, except this time they removed the routing for going home to Fort Wayne. It's just showing me straight from the Gary Terminal now to the customer. So, uh, fleet manager said she called me back, but she never did. But I kind of figured out basically from that play plan what they basically what they said, and without having to say it, take your 34 in Gary. So, I think, yeah, because that's the only way I can even make this one, because this one's even more tighter time. The other one was like 9, 9 a.m. on Monday. This one's 7 a.m. on Monday, so it's even less time. So, I'm going to take my 34 here, so somewhere in t- tonight, i got to leave at like 2, about 3, 3 o'clock in the morning and head on over to I'm looking here. Head on over to this area and at least get 10, 11 hours. Uh, we'll only probably get 10 realistically. 
Um, good 10 hours of driving, which will almost get me to the customer if I'm a place to stay the night and deal with the customer on Monday. So yeah, that was kind of a bummer. So, I mean, I'm just, it's kind of funny. I called my wife and I'm like, well, too bad I was thinking about renting a car to come over. She said, well, it wouldn't matter anyways because she's working all weekend. She's like, oh, I'm working all weekend. We would have only have seen each other for a few hours this morning. So it's kind of one of those things. You know how like, well, I guess it's not really that big of a deal, but it, it is because I wanted to finish up some, I got to finish my taxes on TurboTax. That gives me now with one weekend left to finish it. Uh, I wanted to get that done this weekend so I didn't have to deal with it next weekend. Have next weekend all to myself, but I guess this is my all to myself weekend. What the heck is that? It's like a mountain over here. Like rock and gravel. I feel kind of freaky walking in here. I mean, it is fenced up. This is real property. So I'm not too scared. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> Probably the first person that's ever walked back here in many long time. I'm sure other people come back here on their. I mean, especially in the summer. I mean, come on, get you out of the truck. Ooh, there's a frog. You just hopped into the water. Can I catch him? I'm sure you can hear the frogs. I got away. If I say you're very, very quiet. Okay. So, that's where I'm at right now. I actually believe it or not, even if we only would have seen it for hours, I did basically everything I did. Would have done at home, got up, I took my shower. Went, uh, did the laundry. Well, the laundry was doing, I like to play on the computers in the little quiet room and watch YouTube. Usually nobody in there. Um, oh, there's the fence line, so I have reached the end of the property over on this side in the woods. So I'm stuck going, walking back, or let's walk north, see what's north. That should lead me back to a road or somewhere. Okay. Oh man, I'm just looking here. There'd be so many cool places. You could pitch a tent back here and just, sleep out here for a night get you away I mean you're right it's still the terminal so if you really need anything you just walk right over there right I wonder I wonder if they'd say anything you do it or if you just ask they'd say oh, well, good luck have fun yeah, you're on your own okay so I got all that done cleaned the truck the inside at least got it all cleaned out got the trash out um, used the courtesy car to run over to Walmart to get supplies for the week I mean, I guess one good thing is I didn't spend money on an Uber. Okay, now I'm on the other side of this pond on this side. Okay. You know, you'd think this would be nature if it wasn't for, like, the trains and the airport nearby. Um, I mean, it's probably quiet out here at night. Ooh, nighttime would be a blast in here. Okay. Here comes another train. I want to pause this until this train comes by because it's going to get loud. Why is it every time you want to record something... Something like that happens, and that was a long train. At least it seemed really long. <laughs> Come on, haven't heard trains all day, and uh, maybe just never noticed it. But yeah, there's two trains here since I've been back here, and an airplane taking off that had the. And I hear another whistle down the. in the distance. Ah, uh, anyways, where was I? Yeah, about the. Go check out this pond over here. Looks like it's still uh, muddy and icy. Mm hmm. But yeah, I could totally camp out back here. Yeah, if I get stuck here for another 30, I might, I'm gonna have to throw my tent in my truck. You never know where you're gonna end up with your 34 now, huh? So you never know when this doesn't work out. So I got everything done, I was saying, I got everything done that I normally would have done. There's Walmart runs, everything's ready to go. Still have about 
12 hours now left on my 34, so in about four or five hours I should get some sleep since I'm going to be running pretty much early morning. Mm -hmm. Get this load done. I'm really not looking forward to PA because it's up, down, up, down. There goes my fuel mileage. It's going to be gone, especially after yesterday going over nine, uh, what was it, nine, over nine point something for my fuel mileage, but that's a pretty light load. It was, it was just insulation. Mm -hmm. But that's my plan here and there. So that's been my, that's my week, I guess. That's a week full of podcasting. Probably again for this airplane to do its thing. Okay. Ah, so there's, there's my, there's my, my week. Very interesting. Didn't get home. So I don't know when, hopefully next weekend I can get home. I mean, this isn't totally bad. At least I'm making the most of it now. I'm doing this little nature walk behind the terminal. So it's given me something to do. I can spend a few hours out here and just kind of walk around and meander. I might make a video and throw in the group because I don't know if many people come back here. I notice a lot of truckers are just kind of they sit in the trucks. And I like to I like to get out and wander around. Well, that's probably something I'll do if I get like 10 hour break, especially as it gets warmer. I'm definitely going to be wandering around. I do that a lot. I'm a wanderer. I can't stay put. Okay, what's over here? I'm going over this hill. Oh, there's some more deer poop. Okay, let's see what's over here. You're with me on this. It's another pond. There's a lot of wetland back here. But there are some spots where if you need to, you can definitely set up a camp for the night. Just don't know about a campfire, but <laughs> that might be against who knows the city ordinance thing on that one, because it is this is in, in Gary and smoke rising from a forest might be kind of creepy. I mean you could contain it here. Like I said, it's really wet. So I wouldn't wouldn't worry about burning anything. I would definitely can't wait to see this green. I wonder because green would make it so much nicer. Mm. I think I'm finding animal tracks back here. Just deer. So there are deer in here. I haven't seen one, but I found their poop. I see their tracks. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to end this episode here so I can get this uploaded tonight. Or after I get back to the, the truck. Because I'm going to explore around a little bit. Get lost in the woods behind the Gary Terminal. Well, this looks like an even better spot to camp. I'm just looking at spots as I'm back here, like what's flat, what's definitely have a good time back here. Uh, that's the only thing on this kind of like a bummer this weekend. I didn't get my weekend beer. You know, I was looking forward to that. I don't think they'd let you run to the store. You could probably go to a bar locally and do it that way, but then you have to go back and if you have to move your truck or something stupid, you're drunk. Oh, you can't do that. But I'm gonna find a trail here. That's this. I guess there's always next weekend. Maybe the next weekend it just gives me more of a chance to want to slam them down. But I got to do taxes, so finish that up. So I probably won't be doing that unless I get them done early, and then celebrate work work before pleasure, right? Or pleasure before work. How does that work? I'm gonna find my way back as I'm heading towards that pond. 
So I didn't get any voice messages this week. However, the podcast is now on iTunes. Yay! It's getting searched. Um, I'm over 50 view, um, views. I'm, it's not YouTube. Um, listens total. So keep working with that. So go ahead, share this with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes now and Google Play and all that fun stuff. So I'm on Spotify, this thing is. Oh. So let's, let's grow this into something. While I get lost in the woods. And then you guys can come find me later. Um, yeah. So with that, this is Anthony from Anthware. From this time and every time on, people, keep on clicking. And, oh, jeez. Branch in my face. This is Anthony from Anthware. Signing off.